Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. This is a Vault Studios production. I'm Reed Redmond. I'm Will Johnson. The show contains graphic material and is meant for mature audiences. This week on True Crime Chronicles. He ruined multiple lives, not just ours, but multiple lives. And, you know, it's just, it's some peace, but not the way, my brother's not going to come back. I kept on thinking about it at the end of the day. No one wins in this. You know, no one, the families are torn apart. I mean, um, they they lost their, their nephew, Robbie, you know, her son could you know, potentially go to life in jail. I mean, I think at the end of the day, they had so much promise and success for this, for this business. And then this happened. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Beginning in 2011, TV viewers across the country got to know Miss Robbie Montgomery, her son Tim Norman, and her chain of St. Louis restaurants in a TV reality series called Welcome to Sweetie Pies that aired on the Oprah Winfrey Network. Sweetie Pies itself is a restaurant in St. Louis. They had several locations, but at first, um, you know, it was about a family business running and being successful here in St. Louis. Of course, seeing their, you know, how they hustled their way to success. Um, Robbie Montgomery was, you know, the owner and chef and but she's also known for being a backup singer for tina turner um so she had her own you know um namesake and then her son tim norman um you know decided to come up with this idea for the show pitched it to oprah and they got it um so they were on for several seasons and it was a full family business um a little bit about the work that they're doing in st louis ksdk reporter justina cornell says Welcome to Sweetie Pies gave the restaurants national exposure, and diners would come from all over to experience Miss Robbie's soul food. And I mean, there was lines out the door. I mean, people really loved the food. So I think it definitely, before the show, it really got a lot of attention because of how good it was. But then after the show, I mean, it got a lot of, you know, a lot of traction. But on March 14th, 2016, Tragedy struck the Sweetie Pies family. New tonight, a man shot to death Monday night in North St. Louis has been identified as the grandson of Sweetie Pies founder, Robbie Montgomery. 21-year-old Andre Montgomery was found dead inside a house on Natural Bridge. Another man who rushed to help him was also shot and seriously wounded. So far, no arrests. Andre Montgomery was featured on the Welcome to Sweetie Pies TV show, 
on Oprah's own network. Andre Montgomery is Robbie Montgomery's um, grandson, and that is Tim Norman's nephew. Um, And so back in 2016, they had found out that he had been shot and killed. Um, It was outside in a neighborhood that actually, ironically, also his dad was murdered when he was um, a little boy as well. So... um, And I know that's something on the show that they, you know, showcase, they went back to the street where this all happened. But at the time, um, what they knew was this just a Montgomery uh, had been shot and killed. And I believe his grandma, even on the show said, it has to be someone that knew Andre because he came outside and he was set up. So um, that's the, really the gist in the beginning with, they didn't know, you know, who did it, um, but that he had been shot several times. Andre Montgomery was only 20 years old when he was murdered. At the time, in addition to appearing on the reality series, Andre was an aspiring rap artist. So he was, uh, you know, wanting to become a rapper. And so um, a lot of times they would do it in basements or whatever. So he was at a friend's house, um, actually downstairs, you know, rapping and, you know, they were hanging out. Andre's murder was sudden, violent, and a huge shock to his family and friends and fans of the TV series. It would take years for police to track down a suspect. But in August of 2020, they made an arrest. An arrest that would send further shockwaves through the St. Louis community, where Miss Robbie and her son, James Tim Norman, had been operating restaurants for years. He is a reality show star from Welcome to Sweetie Pies that aired on the Oprah Winfrey Network. And James Tim Norman is from right here in St. Louis, where the restaurant is based. But he is now back in the spotlight for all the wrong reasons. Police arrested and charged 41-year-old Tim Norman in connection with a murder-for-hire plot that they believed was carried out for financial gain. It was all about the money and that, in fact, Norman, two years before the eventual murder of his nephew, took out a life insurance policy on him for $450,000, and Norman was the sole beneficiary of it. So here's where police say it all started. Now, that policy was taken out in 2014. And as it was well documented in the show, Norman's nephew, Andre Montgomery, relocated to St. Louis to get a fresh start on life. We'd also learned that Tim Norman wasn't the only one being linked to Andre Montgomery's murder. Investigators say at the time, his uncle, Norman, was in contact with a dancer from Memphis, Terrica Ellis. The two bought burner phones to stay in touch on the day. Uh, And then on the night of March 14th, back in 2016, Andre walked outside of a house he was in at the time to take a call and that's when he was shot and killed evidence puts ellis at the scene of the murder and also deposited nearly 10 grand into her bank account just a few days after the incident ellis did deposit money right after um several times the amount and because she was told uh don't deposit all at once because uh that's a lot of money to deposit all at once um and so she had about ten thousand dollars so she did it in multiple deposits because she didn't want to be a red flag of depositing all at 10,000, you know, when you have nothing in your bank to to, to 10,000. Ellis, according to police, had taken part in the murder for hire plot by luring Montgomery out of the house that night. We also learned that in the week after Andre's murder, his uncle Tim Norman tried and failed several times to collect on that $450,000 life insurance policy. Just a few days after his murder, um, even the, the the prosecutors were saying he wasn't even buried and his uncle was already trying to collect the money. Now, it it was difficult because they were trying to get like the death certificate or they were trying to get several things and they weren't 
coughing up the money until they got certain things. So that's what made it difficult during that time. Both Tim Norman and Tarika Ellis were charged in the commission of a murder for hire. Shock and sadness, that's the reality tonight for fans of a popular St. Louis restaurant and the hit reality TV show about the family business. Five on your side's Robert Townsend spoke with a community leader who met with the family after the tragedy. Very, very shocking. James Clark is the vice president of public safety for the Urban League of Metropolitan St. Louis. Clark cannot believe Montgomery's son, 41-year-old James Tim Norman, is now charged in connection with a murder-for-hire plot that left his own nephew dead. I remembered him as a very um, thoughtful and as a very um, uh, friendly young man. The entire St. Louis metropolitan area, uh, and in particular the African-American community, we're all reeling um, uh, at this situation. We're just looking to show love and support. I think a lot of people were surprised uh, that his uncle, James Timothy Tim Norman, was arrested and accused of being behind the murder of his nephew. But Norman and Ellis weren't identified as the actual shooter in the murder of Andre Montgomery. That person, Travell Hill, would be arrested and charged just a few months later, along with a fourth person connected to the murder-for-hire plot. KSDK reporter Christine Byers reported on the new arrest and indictments. Travell Hill became the fourth person charged this week in the murder-for-hire plot that left Andre Montgomery dead in 2016. Montgomery's grandmother owns the restaurant, which was the focus of a reality series that ran for five seasons on the OWN network. Her son, James Tim Norman, has now been accused of hiring someone to kill his nephew to collect a $450,000 life insurance policy. Five on Your Side has learned police believe that someone was Travell Hill. Court documents allege an exotic dancer named Terika Ellis called, attempted to call, or sent text messages to Hill at least five times during the 22 minutes after she learned his location for the purpose of luring Andre Montgomery out of the residence. For his part in the killing, police believe Hill was supposed to be paid $5,000. Court documents allege the defendant did all of this for his own financial gain, then laughed about it two days later with his brother on recorded jail calls. How Norman and Hill knew each other is unclear. Sources tell Five on Your Side Hill was affiliated with a neighborhood clique near the restaurant. About two weeks after the murder, Hill made several cameos in a music video. Norman was the star. The fourth person charged in the case, the insurance agent who approved the life insurance plan that Tim Norman had taken out prior to his nephew's murder. Then in December of 2020, a new twist in the case as KSDK reported on another possible motive in the murder-for-hire plot. And it was linked to a burglary that had taken place at Miss Robbie's home the year before Andre's murder. There was a uh, burglary at their grandma's home, and a ton of items were, were taken. Now, they're claiming a million dollars, um, but, you know, from from coats to jewelry. And so um, the fingers were getting pointed at Andre. Her house was burglarized in 2015, and Tim Norman blamed his nephew for the crime. Norman even started telling people his nephew would face retaliation. At one point, he texted his insurance agent, he might not make it six months, bro. Not kidding. Just days before the murder, police interviewed Andre Montgomery about the burglary. They cleared him as a suspect, and Montgomery claimed it was actually his uncle who orchestrated it. 
Montgomery told police Norman had motive and was upset that Miss Robbie was removing him from some business ventures. He told police, quote, Norman has the influence to set up the burglary and have someone else break in at his direction. Four days after that police interview, Montgomery was dead. Um, but there was a conversation with Andre, with his grandma, saying, I'm scared. Like, I believe that Norman is after me. Um, people are coming after me. In June of this year, the first of the four suspects charged in the case pled guilty. Travel Hill is one of four people charged in this case, and he confessed to killing Andre Montgomery back in 2016. The next month, Tarika Ellis and the insurance agent who helped Norman get the life insurance policy also pled guilty for their roles. The insurance agent pleading guilty to mail and wire fraud and several counts of aggravated identity theft. Ellis pleading guilty to conspiracy to commit murder for hire. But Tim Norman maintained his innocence. And in September, the case went to trial at the federal courthouse in downtown St. Louis. Prosecutors sticking to their belief that the primary motive was still that life insurance policy. That was the biggest thing, you know, that the prosecutors were saying, like, there is no bigger reason why someone would do this if it wasn't for the life insurance. You know, so that was the biggest push in court that they were trying to show, like, look, this is this is we have a motive. This morning, a St. Louis reality TV star is back in the spotlight for the wrong reasons. Tim Norman, who starred with his family in the show Welcome to Sweetie Pies, is accused of plotting the 2016 murder of his nephew, Andre Montgomery Jr., Jury selection begins this morning at 8.30, and they are expected to start opening arguments as early as this afternoon. Five on your side will be covering this trial all week long. As the trial got underway, testimony would focus on life insurance and specifically Tim Norman's pursuit of a policy prior to his nephew's murder. Now, today, different representatives took the stand talking about the red flags popping up when Norman's life insurance agent tried to get a policy under his nephew's name. Well, Rabbi Yegneman, who already pled guilty, tried doing this five times. Now, one manager said it was, quote, odd having an uncle trying to get coverage on their nephew and the amount was alarming. Now, the defense says it was never Norman who personally applied for these policies, pointing the finger to Yangnam. Now, the prosecutor's rebuttal was despite that, the person who would financially benefit from Montgomery's death is Norman as the beneficiary. We'd also hear testimony from FBI agents involved in the investigation. We heard from two FBI agents who were able to track down where Norman was on the day of the murder. Now, these agents went step by step from flight details to cell phone tower pings. Their testimony shares Norman flew from California to St. Louis early in the morning on the day his nephew was killed. Montgomery was killed at 8.02 in the evening. They also shared travel records showing Norman leaving St. Louis just a few hours after the shooting. Now, they also revealed in a text from 2018, Norman allegedly telling his lawyer he was in California at the time of the shooting. And then both Tarika Ellis and Travell Hill took the stand to testify. Today, the jury heard from two key witnesses. Tarika Ellis and Travell Hill have already pled guilty in this case and took the stand this afternoon. Ellis was a stripper at the time, and she says she was in a sexual relationship with Norman for a few years. A week before the shooting, she was dancing at an East St. Louis club and met Montgomery, and they exchanged numbers from there. She tells the jury back in 2016, Norman asked her to help find his nephew and would pay her $10,000 to do so. She agreed. She shares the two got burner phones and tracked down Montgomery. Now, Ellis claims she had no idea that he was going to get murdered and that she was just told, hey, if you help me find my nephew, I'll give you $10,000. In court testimony, Travell Hill admitted to killing Andre Montgomery. 
shooting him twice. He says he was paid $5,000. Hill shares Norman was a mentor to him and took responsibility for killing Montgomery. But then, before the defense rested, a surprising turn in the courtroom. It's an unexpected turn for a case featuring a local reality TV star. Just a few hours ago, Tim Norman testified in his own murder-for-hire trial. Now, earlier today, here at the federal courthouse, on the stand, Norman became emotional and was asked multiple times about his involvement with his nephew's murder. Now, he denied every claim, from paying someone to do it to being behind the entire plot. Norman also says his nephew was present when an insurance application was filed. Now, prosecutors believe his nephew did not know. The prosecutors also say Norman lied, and evidence shows he had connections for the murder-for-hire plot. The most shocking one was when Norman took the stand itself um, almost all day. It was a long testimony, you know, calling it a marathon testimony, um, cried on the stand several times. What I what I did find interesting was that Norman cried when it came to being a sort of uh, role model for the community and didn't cry for his nephew or anything. But when it came to, when they asked him, like, um, you know, what did it mean being successful from the show and the business? He said, and he started crying saying, you know, I was such a mentor to so many young boys and, and, and people to show them that they can make it. On Wednesday, September 14th, the case was handed over to the jury and they began deliberations. You know, I, I did think the prosecutors had a big case in the sense of, you know, with the insurance claim, I think that's really what their biggest thing was. And just everything when it came to like text messages and pinpointing people, I, I did think they definitely had a case. Um, but, you know, when when Norman testified, I, I I was wondering, you know, what where the jury would go with that, because I think that could always change someone's um, perspective. On Friday, after more than 18 hours of deliberations, the jury returned with a verdict. Back to that breaking news just minutes ago, we learned the verdict in the murder for hire trial of Welcome to Sweetie Pie's reality star, Tim Norman. The jury found Norman guilty on all counts. This is justice, you know, I'm glad they put that monster behind bars for life. Yes. Now, after the verdict, we caught Montgomery's family on camera outside screaming and celebrating. All of them were wearing shirts with Montgomery's photo, the exact photo used as evidence in the case. Now, as far as reactions, the defense attorneys say they were surprised because they believe Norman's testimony was credible. Earlier today, we spoke to attorneys on both sides, along with Montgomery's family. His attitude is he's an innocent man. He's going to keep fighting, and we're going to be right there with him. Within days of his nephew's murder, Mr. Norman started the process of getting the insurance company to pay the claim. I don't care how much money a person got. I don't understand. You, you cannot underestimate them. Because he was greedy and he was willing to take his nephew's life. It was Andre's sister who said, um, if it wasn't for my mom pushing every day, calling every day, this could have been a cold case. Now, is that true or not? I don't know, but uh, it seems like they really wanted answers. So it seems like they were pushing for it. Tonight, the family of Andre Montgomery Jr. holding a balloon release hours after a jury found his uncle guilty of orchestrating his murder. Just a few days after um, this happened, uh, they announced that they were closing the restaurant here in St. Louis, the only one that they have left. Um, they are claiming because they're... There is another business that needs to move in, but it's ironic that they closed just a couple days after. The restaurant is closing after 25 years and success that reached far beyond the loo with a reality show focused on owner Robbie Montgomery 
and her family. It's the show that drew Louisiana visitor Helen Jordan out here on Wednesday. Here we are and find out it's closed. And now I'm finding out it's closing permanently. No, but it's probably good because everything that's going on and everything, but yeah, it's going to be missed. Yeah, I was trying to get my last meal. I guess I'm going to come back Sunday. Yeah, I'm going to be here early. Tim Norman is scheduled for sentencing for his role in the murder for hire on December 15th. Hey, True Crime Chronicles listeners, Reed Redmond joining Will here to chat a bit more about this case. And Will, I want to start with a question about the motive here. At Tim Norman's trial, we heard the prosecution say that the motive was financial. He potentially stood to gain a lot of money off of this life insurance policy. Do we have any other information about Tim Norman's financial situation? Was that something that was discussed at trial? It did come up at the trial. And in fact, Norman's defense attorney, Michael Leonard, asked him, how much money he made from the show and also working at the restaurant. I'm not sure how much of an impact that line of questioning had, but at the time and during the trial, Tim Norman said he made about $5,000 every two weeks. He claims he also got income from the restaurant and then became an owner for one location, making $50,000 on a weekly basis. Norman also said he received money from merchandise, connected to the show and to the restaurants with about $5,000 a week. So, you know, he had a substantial flow of income coming in during the time and around the time that his nephew was murdered. So the defense was essentially making the case that he had this substantial income. Why would he need this life insurance money? I, I think so, that 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 it, was, it wouldn't necessarily lead him down that very dark path of, of getting life insurance and then scheming and coming up with this murder-for-hire plot with three other people. I have a couple other questions about the trials and things that came up in testimony. The fact that Tim Norman made that decision to take the stand in his own trial is something I know came as a surprise to a lot of people in the courtroom that day. Justina Coronel talked about how his testimony got emotional at times. What else did we learn through Norman's testimony about his relationship to the victim, Andre Montgomery, prior to all of this? The bottom line is that Norman and Andre Montgomery had a relationship. He was his nephew. He was Norman's nephew. And Norman, over the years, had tried to help him out, according to his testimony. Norman said his brother, Andre's dad, died when Andre was a baby. And he spent several summers with Andre Montgomery when when he was in high school, uh, when Andre was in high school. He said he wanted to step in and be a father figure for his brother's kid and show him right from wrong and be a friend at the same time. And he said he would try to include Andre in the TV show even during his high school years. Norman testified that he helped Andre move into an apartment after high school and he paid for his music school, gave him a weekly allowance, and provided him with groceries and clothes. Things seemed to take a turn in 2015 after that burglary of Miss Robbie's home. Norman said Montgomery stopped going to school, stopped showing up to work, and he testified that Andre got kicked out of the apartment and he eventually cut him off financially. As far as being a mentor to kids in the community, which is, again, what Justina Cornell said he teared up about a bit, he testified that he wanted to show kids you can make it by doing, quote, regular stuff. He said, quote, you can do hard work, not street life, not being a basketball or football player. They saw us getting rich by selling chicken. Will, I want to go back to something you just mentioned there, this burglary of Robbie Montgomery's home in 2015 and how there might have been some finger-pointing there between Andre Montgomery and Tim Norman following that incident. Did that come up at trial? 
Right. So just to, to recap, in June of 2015, Miss Robbie's home was burglarized. And Norman said, again, on the stand, that a ton of items were stolen, including some of his own irreplaceable items. And Norman also claims that's really when Andre Montgomery disappeared. He said their family even hired a private investigator to try and find him at one point. The attorney asked him on the stand, did you want him killed or harmed? And Norman answered clearly, no. Furthermore, he denied ever telling other defendants involved in the case, Tariqa Ellis, Travell Hill, that he wanted Montgomery dead. He said he did tell Ellison Hill he wanted to find his nephew to find the items taken, but that was really about it. All right. Thank you, Will. As you mentioned, Tim Norman's sentencing is scheduled for December 15th. Thanks as well to Justina Coronel at KSDK in St. Louis for bringing us this week's story. And thanks for listening to True Crime Chronicles along with Reed Redmond. I'm Will Johnson. We'll be back next week with a new case and a new story.